Love hitting the highway? It's time now for Road Trips Australia with The Dark. Broadcasting through Blue Collar Media. In partnership with Top Parks. There's a Top Parks holiday for every family budget. Plus, become a Top Parks G'day Rewards member and save even more. Visit topparks.com.au. Yes, g'day and welcome to the very latest edition of Road Trips Australia, an Aussie travel podcast produced by Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks and proudly sponsored by BF Goodrich Tyres and Great Divide Tours. Now every week we go into detail of Australian road trips and the attractions along the way, the must-do stop-offs, tips, information as well. We'll also put the spotlight on a Top Park caravan park that you can enjoy on your very own road trip. All the facilities and the services that you can expect, all the accommodation options as well from caravan and camping sites to those magnificent on-site cabins and a whole lot more. This week our road trip is a cracker as we drive north from Sydney to the Gold Coast and check out some of the seaside towns along the way. There's plenty of them from the Central Coast through the Mid-North Coast and beyond. Some of, if not most of these locations have been family holiday destinations since holidays began. I mean, <laughs> they have entertained families for, I'd have to say, 100 years. Anyway, we'll have a good look at that and also we'll have a look at one of my favourite holiday parks I think I've ever been to. It's an absolute pearler, Lani's Holiday Island at Foster, which is much more than a caravan park, I can tell you. And we certainly will tell you more about that as we go along. But if you haven't been to Lani's Holiday Island, you need to Google that. Lani's Holiday Island, it's part of the family of top parks. It is an absolute cracking caravan park. And there is something for everybody there, let me tell you. But Goog, do yourself a favour and check it out. Now, you too can be a part of this podcast. Just send an email to do that. And you can do it just by going to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on Email the Duck, and we certainly do enjoy the feedback there. In the meantime, we better bring in my partner in crime when it comes to Road Trips Australia, Vic Widman, who has been working hard mowing lawns today down there <laughs> at his training centre in Braidwood. In other words... He stood around with his hands in his pockets, selling and singing out, can somebody get me a drink? Vic Widman, g'day. Hang on, mate, hang on. They're just bringing the drink to me. Oh, thank you. Oh, hang on, that's not cold enough. You have to make it colder. Oh, you could imagine. I mean, like you'd have your slaves down there, your disciples, just Listen, I have to tell on you, the mate, job. The, the, the picture that you paint of me is so far from the truth. In fact, when I, when I mowed the lawns the other day, I've been out cutting firewood today, all on my own, right, loading the trailer, cutting firewood, putting oh, a new track in there at the same time. Play the guitar, I mean, play the, play the violin, go on. Yeah. Uh, but when I, did the, when I did the lawns, mate, mm. I was here on my own, and I was running around with the, with the ride-on. Oh, don't I love that ride-on. Yeah. You know, our big, our big campground at the training centre, mate, I did that once with a push mower, you know, the, yeah. the old motor push one. Yeah. It took me two hours to, to mow the lawn. Mm. And I thought, you know what, this is this is no good. So I went out and bought one of those ride-ons. It takes me about 20 minutes with the ride-on. Mm. Uh, have you got a ride-on at your place? No, no, mate. I do it the hard way, mate. I push the mower. But in saying that, got, I, yeah. I don't have as much grass <laughs> as I used to because I keep building sheds and doing things and putting in extra driveways and parking and bays. Water it. <laughs> parking bays. And I've got to tell you, no, I've got to tell you now, I'm right up there. It's... It's very, very green. In fact, people have said to me, how yeah. do you do it? And I've got to tell you, the secret for me is 
Shirley's <laughs> number seventeen. It's great stuff. Oh, you, here watch, we go. you watch yeah. the horse. You watch the horse. You watch the grass just grow, and it yeah. grows. It grows behind you as you're pushing the mower. But anyway. no, and, the, and then the horse eats it, and then you watch the horse grow. Oh, yeah, well, we're not that big here, mate. But anyway. <laughs> But no, uh, all, all very good, and uh, and it's uh, well, it's good to see. And, and look, we've got a bit of wind here. I don't mean just today. I mean, I'm not sure when you listen yeah. to this podcast, but uh, how are you going what, down mate? there weather-wise? Because it's been a same, bit same deal off yeah. and on, like hasn't it? It's been off and on the oh. weather. It warms up. You get a few good days, and then she's cold again. And I mean, you go if one day yeah. with the aircon on, the next day you got the heat, the fire going. But I guess that's yeah, just well. a change of the season. Mate, I've got. I had the fire going in the in the, the training room this morning while we were working, and because it was overcast, it was raining. We had about ten mil of rain, and now this afternoon the sun's out. I'm walking around in t-shirt shorts, which is a sight to behold. Uh, but you're right, the wind's cracking through here. And in fact, there was a tree down where I was, you know, cutting the firewood, and I was a bit worried that there might be some more come down. Um, but look, you know, we we at this time of the year when we're coming into into spring at the moment, and this is the, probably a beautiful time of the year to travel. And um, we've just come out of, um, you know, three beautiful days yeah. uh, right across New South Wales um, mm. and, and then the weather. But, I mean, the great, the great thing is for anyone doing a road trip is that New South Wales and other parts of the country has been copping a fair bit of rain. And I've, I've, I've been reading reports that, you know, the, even the farmers are saying this is the best season they've had for many, many a year. Um, in terms of the growth of the crops, the, uh, the canola, the yellow fields of canola. But e- everything is green, e- even down here where we were in terrible drought last year and mm. the bushfires all around us at the training centre at Braidwood. I'm looking out the window right now and it's green as almost that green that hurts your yeah, eyes. Yeah, so beautiful. Thank beautiful. goodness, eh? Well, thank funny, goodness. I was talking to Ben up at the Birdsville pub today and he tells me that, and I saw some footage, I'm not sure if you saw the video, there was some video getting up doing the rounds this week of somebody up on Big Red and with an angle down on where the concert is and where they set up the stage and where everybody camps and it's just water. I mean, so they've had some oh. water out there, which is fantastic. And they've, and they've had yeah. a bit of rain in Birdsville, oh. so uh, good luck to them out there yeah. and it's good to see, mate. Anyway, yeah, so tough. as we and as we move along and we're heading towards the summer holidays, I thought, why not talk about anywhere along what's these days called the M1, it'll always be the Pacific Highway yeah. to me, but yeah, uh, the, too, M- yeah, the M1, um, there is some magnificent places as you turn right. There's good ones when you yep. turn left as well, but when you turn, yeah. when you yeah. turn right off the highway yeah. and go into some of them little towns, Vic, it's a great road trip, the M1 yeah. or the Pacific Highway, and, and it's a great road yeah. too now, and if you're not up to, up to date, I can tell you that I think... Um, Woodburn is now bypassed. Yeah. It's all opened up, and uh, geez, it takes a fair bit of time off. And I think people won't really appreciate that until they head up there these Christmas holidays. Well, mate, I was going to say to you, like, um, I don't know when the last time you drove the full length of the, as I like to call it, to the Pacific Highway. Mm. Uh, and I've done bits of it, but I haven't done the full one for, for quite a while. But every time I go up there, there's, there is a new section of road, and like mm. it's it's nearly all dual carriageway and separated and. My golly, it's changed a lot since since the old days, as you would say. You know, and I, mm. I got my, my very good friends live up in uh, the Coffs Harbour district, and there would be nothing for us to, to drive up there, you know, overnight. In fact, um, to spend a weekend up in Coffs from Sydney, but that was still a six seven hour drive. You know, mm. even in the middle of the night, we'd leave at midnight and get up there at six a.m. And being young folk, folk then, we just kick on 
the whole day then, you know. And oh, then, yeah, oh, yeah, stamina, Vic. I mean, Mr. Rathbone. Yeah, well, it used to be, mate, not not anymore. Mm. But uh, but it's amazing how much that highway's changed. But mm. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head, mate. I mean, you've, you've actually now, you've got to get off the highway to, to get out and explore the fantastic places there are. And, and uh, mate, I, I was looking at the map, you know, uh, looked up to this, this story and this little podcast, and I made a... <laughs> A full cap and a half page mm. right, listing of all the, the places you could go to. And I'm just talking about the, the key places up, up the coast from Sydney. Well, actually, I started at Newcastle. From Newcastle all the way up to the, to the Gold Coast, as you say, up to Tweed Heads. It's, it's amazing, you know. So uh, where do you want me to start? I, I probably should start just out of Newcastle because, um, you know, that, that's – that's probably the, the go. I mean, the whole of the Central Coast is a great place to visit too, and that's another story, I reckon. But, yeah, exactly you know, right. I mean, well, we well I mean, you know, this. I mean, quickly there. I mean, you've got the um, well. I mean, you've got all that from north of Gosford there, and up through the entrance and and yep. places like that, yeah. and Budgie Boy, and, and I mean, some great places there. Nora Head, Soldiers Beach, and all those yeah, places yeah. on the Central Coast, and then obviously you know up around Swansea and. And North yeah. Wharf and, yep. and beautiful Belmont, yep. all that area is fantastic. But oh, then, but just north yep. of Newcastle, I mean, what we what we start look at what Nelson's Bay and all that region. Well, that's right. I mean, you have got the, the you know Stockton Beach, of course, and that's that's a great place, a great playground for four drivers. But but just to drive up, we went up there a couple of weekends ago with the family and uh, the young grandson, and we had a we stayed at a farm stay out near Moto Farm. And uh, that was a brilliant little place, and you know, went out and fed the cows and the and the sheep and and the, the donkeys and and the little fella just loved little two year old grandson, and you know, we had a house there on the property that we stayed in. It wasn't overly expensive. There was a a, a toboggan type run nearby that we went to, um, and then we wandered around Nelson Bay and had a look at that. We went down to you know the beautiful beaches that they've got there. And of course, if we'd have had more time, we could have gone out and done a dolphin cruise, which are brilliant, you know, out of Nelson Bay. Just over the other side of the river, mate, is, is the beautiful tea gardens. Of course, that's accessed off that Pacific Highway, mm. just north of, uh, of Nelson Bay there and north of Karua. And, um, and tea gardens itself, that's got a fantastic beach as well. Yeah, well, Hawk's Nest, isn't uh, it? I think Hawk's Nest, know, was, which is where then, the former Prime Minister John Howard. Used to That's holiday right. there at Hawks Nest, and I think he yeah he he yep. said he made the decision to run for the Liberal leadership way back when he was walking along the beach there. I think he may have made the decision before he got to the beach, but um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. It was the first time that people uh, in Hawks Nest had seen a lot of TV cameras following John Howard walking along the beach. Anyway, some bloke walking up the beach. He'd holidayed there yeah, for Hawks years. Nest. Yeah, and look, these are still quite you know. Sleepy, you know, and they probably don't want to be called sleepy, but they're quiet little places. They're not overcrowded. On I mean, some of the some of the locations that we'll talk about, can get pretty busy in the, the holiday period. But outside the holiday period, places like Tea Gardens, Hawks Nest, are really nice little places to visit. You you can drive on the beaches if you've got a four wheel drive there as well. You've got a permit from the council, um, and that runs north up into the national park area as well, and you go all the way up to what they call Dark Point. At, at a place called Mungo Brush. Uh, you can access Mungo Brush via a sealed road, so this, this kind of trek is open to any type of vehicle. Mm. And, and I remember when, mate, when I was a, you know, a real young fellow, I think I was probably 17 years old, and 
you know, chasing the chicks and all that stuff you do when you're a set of <laughs> Good thing for them that you're a slow runner. <laughs> apart from... Uh, I apart from, I him in otherwise, mate. You know? <laughs> apart from poor old Julie Whitman who tripped over yeah. and uh, you yeah, caught well, up I with caught her. her <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got her in my butterfly net. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, chasing the chicks. But, I mean, fair so, dick. I mean, so no. Well, we went up there for a weekend with, yeah. with the girls and the, our group and, and the guys, and we went camping up at Mungo Brush, and mm. you know that was that was just magic, and you know, like I mean, literally, that, I was seventeen, and I'm, that mm. was like, geez, mate, that's over, that's only fifty years ago mm. <laughs> to give away my age, and mm. I can remember that camping on on Mungo Brush, right on the edge of the the broad water, watching sunset over the the broad water there, you know, and going over the beach in the big giant sand dunes and. Mm. Over the beach, they do a bit of surfing. I mean, it was just brilliant stuff, you know. And it's still like that. I mean, it's a little bit more organised. Uh, that, that whole region, but you are right. I mean, when you look at some parts of, say, the Central Coast, they've been, yeah. they've been. It's like, it's like, you know, I don't know how you explain it. It's like the big end of town have arrived and put up high yeah, rise yeah. and did this and, and put in malls and closed off streets and all that sort of thing. And the thing is, that when you go further north. It's still, like you say, like a sleepy town. Some of them are like sleepy towns. I don't mind that term. I don't live there either. But when you look at like yeah. Foster, Foster Tunkari and Foster's still got the old wooden bridge and it's like it's like the developers and time hasn't caught up with it yet. And, and, it's, and that's why it's become, you know, these places now are, are becoming more popular for families yeah. to head for that holiday. And, and as you say, with the roads so good now, you, get to, you can get to these areas if you live in Sydney in a matter of a few hours. Oh, that's right, mate. That's right. I mean, that you know, I talked about we went up to the farm there, up, up Milton Bay, and it was two hours from our place, yeah. you know, um, up, the, up the freeway and then, then all the way out to Nelson Bay. In fact, I think it was a touch under two hours. And, mm. you know, the, the, the beauty of the road, and again, outside of the really peak holiday times, is, is just that. You can, you can get away into these. And they're beautiful places, and... You know, when you get up from Mungo Brush there, there's a, you can follow that road through to what they call the Bombar Ferry, and it costs you a couple of dollars. You get on the ferry, it goes across the breakwater there uh, on, on the lakes, and then you drive across the, the beautiful old town of Bulladilla. And a lot of the uh, the towns have bypassed now, as is Bulladilla by the, the highway. Mm. It's still worth getting off the freeway yeah. in the highway and going in and visiting these towns there. They're actually a lot nicer now that they don't have that main flow of traffic right through the centre of town. And the trucks parked um, everywhere, especially Bulladilla. Yeah. Can you still drive? Can you still drive through the old Bulladilla Ranges, Vic? Remember them before they went around that with the bypass? Well, they've even yeah. Look, you can. They've changed that as well. Um, they, they call it the Wooten Way because it used to wind up around the mountains. It's mm. a pretty dangerous road. Anyone drove like a uh, racing bloody cars on it, yeah. but you can still follow that called the Wooten Way, and it goes through the little town of Wooten on the north side of the Bulladilla Range. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention, too, you know, you can hire a houseboats at Bulladilla yeah. and, and then go down on Lake Broadwater, and, you know, I've not done it. I've spoken to a guy like I used to work with that's done that, and he said it was brilliant. I always thought that would be something really yeah. special to do. What a huge you fan know, of houseboats. I love houseboats. you ever done houseboats? Yeah, you've been on them, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. aren't they good? They just, it's like you've got no choice but to switch off. If you, if you know what <laughs> I, I mean? Like, you get on the thing. You know how sometimes yeah. you'll, you know, if you've been busy and you'll go on a holiday and then... It'll take you, you know, a few days or a week. I mean, I can remember way back when I was a bit busier than I am these days. Take me a week, <laughs> to, a week to sort of settle down. 
But on, a, ha- on, a, on a houseboat, yeah. I mean, you're on a houseboat, and it's just instant. <laughs> because you've yeah. got no choice, especially if you go to, on one of those ones where you're heading to somewhere where there's no phone service. You go, well, there's nothing yeah, much else to do here except crank open the esky. Well, you, you know, you're out in the water. You've got that gentle lap, lap sound of the water on the hull, and mm. that that's like tends to settle you down. And they're looking out. You've got a water view every which way you look. Yeah, I mean, how it. good is that? Everybody wants a water view. They do. You know? I, I turned the tap on and said to my wife, you can watch that if you want a water view, but mm. she wasn't very happy about that. Mm, there's anyway. some man who lives on the northern beaches, but go on. <laughs> and look, just out, just out of all of the other, there's the grandest, which is the largest tree in New South Wales, and you can access that off the lakes way, which I would recommend you, you take. So you dive that off just um, out of Bulladeela, yeah. um, to the north of Bulladeela. Beautiful drive. It's very scenic around. drive, very scenic drive, the lakes oh, way. I love it. Yeah, beautiful stuff. And that, that takes you, you know, past the, the grandest as well. Mm. You can, there's a track, oh, in fact, a road, it's all seal road, out to seal rocks. Yes. Fantastic seal rocks. And, and look, you talk about family spending their, you know, lifetime um, having their holidays, and Seal Rocks is one of those places mm. where you would have generations of families that yes. have gone to Seal Rocks every mm. Christmas and school holiday. Yes, and the, and then their kids have gone to Seal Rocks, mm. and then their kids have gone to Seal Rock. I mean, mm. that's the kind of place it is. You know? and, 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 and again, and it is. You would, for me, I would describe Seal Rocks as a sleepy fishing village. Oh, absolutely, and it's still Beautiful. is, and it's and a tiny it's, little yeah, place. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, it's a great pub. Yeah. I've been there for years. But I have, yep. I have. Oh, I guess the last time I was there probably would have been almost twenty years ago. But yeah. it's just, and it hadn't changed from when I was there. You know, five, ten years before that, it's just. And again, just one. If you want to relax and just, you know, if you love your fishing, we'll see what rocks. You know, but there's some great yep. camping there as well. Yeah, and and like at certain times of the year, you get up on that headland and you can watch the whales go mm. past. You don't even have to pay for it. You just sit there on. You know, on the grass outside the car park, where you're at the end of the street, and you look straight out onto the the, the Pacific Ocean, and then you see the whales going through. You know, mm-hmm. like it, and the dolphins. There's so many dolphins up in that area. Mm. But um, you got that the road, the Great Lakes way that winds around the Smith Lake, and that whole series of lakes, which is part of that Mile Lakes region. And every turn, it's another scenic view. Mm. Now, I've, I've you know, looked at land up there and thought, geez, maybe this would be a nice place to live, you know, if it's always just out of reach, as they say. So yeah. that, that oh, does bring you in. You'd look good it. around Harrington. I mean, you'd look good up there, oh. mate. That's a good, <laughs> but it is. It's, it's well, just that's, a great part of New South Wales. It really is. Yeah, well, look, that brings you into Foster Tun Curry, and, mm. and that's probably the uh, – it's a little bit – it's what I call a mini Gold Coast, Foster Tun Curry. And I mean very many, um, but it does have the high rise on the main street. What and, in Foster, um, do you reckon? It's not oh, much. yeah, Foster's got a few of the. Ah, oh, look, like I say, it's a, it's a very small version of it, mate. Mm. So, you know, so that, that Foster Tun Curry here, that's a huge holiday place. Huge, huge. Mm. I mean, again, if, you, you know, if you're, you're tied to school holidays, mate, you would need to book any kind of accommodation. Yeah, well in advance, and Lani's that you're going to talk about, of course, is right there on the edge of Foster. Oh, you know? beautiful, Lani's And I won't, we won't go into that because I know you're going to do it to great justice. But that is a brilliant caravan park oh, on the that, lake. That is one of the best caravan parks I think I've ever been to. With the fact that you've got the, and we will go into detail, but you've got the caravan park, then you've got a two-kilometre track down to the island, and yep. you would swear you would think you're on Morton. It is just unbelievable. Yep. It is would have to be one of the best holiday caravan parks 
I think I've ever been to. It's an absolute cracking spot. We will talk about that. So, yeah, so yeah. we got Foster. That's right, mate. We haven't even got started here because Foster, like you say, is a very popular holiday spot. And this is all off the highway on our road trip up the, the M1 yeah, the or Pacific. the Pacific Highway. Yeah. And yeah. Um, which, which I don't know how it became the M1, but anyway. But yeah, um, here's an M1 all the way. Is I, just I don't know. Well, well, maybe just put, <laughs> well, maybe the M1 is just the old F3. I mean, who knows? You can yeah, yeah, yeah. up with all this nonsense. But anyway, <laughs> so, right. so, yeah, so, yeah, and like you're saying, then Foster Tongue Curry again, and you've got everything there. Like, you've got beautiful beaches. The waterways yep. at Foster. Brilliant beaches. Oh, yeah. I've, ridden, I've ridden out the jet ski out through there. I remember years ago, <laughs> me and the young bloke were out on the, on the jet ski, and we went out through the channel at Foster, and we would have been, I'd reckon, oh, two, oh, maybe more than that, probably about, would have been 500 metres off the oh. beach, right, yeah. in the ocean. And, <laughs> and we pulled up, it was a, late in the afternoon, it was as flat as a tack, which is very rare because usually, you know, you in the warmer months, well, you've got the nor'easter, but it was just flat. And yeah. then all of a sudden there was this massive pot of dolphins just came up all oh. around us. And oh, we, we're sitting yeah. there on the jet ski with the jet ski turned off yeah. And and the people you could see the beach and you could we could have even been a kilometre off the beach and you could yeah. see the beach because yeah. the people on the beach were just like dots and I I said to yeah. my young yeah. bloke I said mate those people yeah. on that beach have got no idea what we're seeing no here idea. and and, yeah. and the one thing there is and, and for anyone who does ride a jet ski even boating for that matter if you're coming in through Foster be very mindful that there are dolphins around there just seems to be a lot of them. And yeah. uh, and it's not hard. They they'll jump. Then they do that big jump out of the water right across across the front of you, yeah. as you as in front yeah. of you. You think, oh, they're God. like they're playing with you, isn't it? Oh, you they know, love like it. Game. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. But the yeah. water is just so clear, and in that channel there, as you come in from the ocean into Foster and under the bridge, the water you, you, the water's just beautiful. I mean, you, you, yeah. it's like, like, well, like we want to be there now, mate. It's like the Mediterranean. <laughs> Well, look, we, we, you know, we run a trip up that way, which we just started doing called our beach safari trip because just at Foster, you can actually drive that, that beach from Foster all the way up to Halliday's Point, mm. about nine kilometres, I think they call it nine-mile beach. And, um, and that, that's just incredible to be able to do that. You need a permit, which you get from the council, and, like, that's, that's not very expensive. But, like, if you're a pensioner like me, you know. Oh, you, yeah. You, oh, yeah. It only costs you 50 bucks for, for 12 months, you yeah. know. Uh, but the, you can access that and you drop your impressions if you've got a four-wheel drive and then mm. you exit up at Halliday's Point. Mm. And I, again, as a young fella, I remember we had a holiday up there at Halliday's Point, caravan park up there, yeah. and that's another beautiful location, Halliday's Point, mate. Oh, mm. boy. Yeah. And it's just like, like that all the way. And, and you know, we've, we haven't even got a call the way up the, the, the coast. Mm. And um, I'm going to make a big call just, here, Vic. I think I, I'm going to yeah. make a big call here. For, yeah. for me personally, I think the New South Wales coastline, I'm talking way from down south, you know, where you come up through Tartha and north of there, all the way yeah. to Tweed is all over Queensland. I, I, look, I know the Queens, I mean, the Queens, for me, I just think the beaches and the locations, the fact that in summer that you can swim safely, you haven't got to worry about things like stingers. Yeah, you know things like that, and well, I just, mate, I, it's just, and I'm, right I'm a big fan you. of Queensland. Don't get me wrong, I, but for me, yeah. I think if you want to, if you want to do beachside holidays where the weather's good, where you can swim, where the water's not too cold, 
you're not going you're not going to be stung by you know obviously there's blue bottles in there everywhere but you know, yeah, you're going to be stingers and, 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 and as you know as you go, up north. as you go up north <laughs> that's right you've got them big lizards up there with teeth and um, yeah. and and that's what I mean I mean like for me some of the beaches on the on the New South Wales coastline are just as yeah. good as you'll see anywhere in the world Oh, look, they are, mate, and I, I don't think you need to be worried about what you're stating there because, you know, like I said, I feel a, a full scap and a half page of of what I would call the well-known locations, you know, mm. like Seal Rocks, Smith Lake, Foster Tongue Curry, Halliday's Point, Manning Point, Taree, Harrington, Crowdy Head, Kylie's Beach, Lawrence. I mean, you know, you look at the coast on Queensland and you're not going to get a, a page and a half of it. You know, it's fantastic in Queensland, there's no doubt about it. Mm. But for, you know, for bang for buck for the kilometres you travel, mm. that, that, our coastline in New South Wales is absolutely brilliant. Well, and, well, well here's but, one for you. I've got mates who live in Brisbane who holiday down on the on the far north coast of New South Wales. Well, oh, they, come down to Evan, they come down to Evan's Head and they'll come down to Byron and... And places Mate, like where, that. Do you, where do you reckon half of Melbourne and half of the east coast of Victoria go for their holiday? Mm. They come up to the Sapphire Coast, yes. which is the south coast of New South Wales. Mm. The whole of that Pambula, Marimbula, Bega area, you, you can't move for Victorians down there over the school holiday period. Mm. You know? so, might, have been a very, of, might have been a bit of space lately. Yeah, look, that, but that'll change. You yeah, know? And oh, look, well, we might be so. biased because we live in New South Wales, mm. but... The reality is there, there is just so much to see and so much to do, mm. um, and, and it's all just magnificent. Nothing anywhere along the coast, you know, is pretty good in New South Wales. Mm. So, you know, and like I said, mate, we've, we've hardly got anywhere, but there's... there's well, Southwest know. Rocks. I mean, I've got neighbours here who, who go to Southwest Rocks every year, every Christmas, yep. three weeks, Southwest Rocks. That's right. Trial Bay up there and... Mm. You've got, you've got, you know, nearby Kempsey. Um, you've even, you know, you've got the Swim Dusty Centre now at South Kempsey. Yeah, that's as right. As well, mm. you know. So you've got that kind of, and in fact, you know, you made the comment that going up the, the Pacific Highway and we're turning right, because there's actually a hell of a lot to the left. I mean, mm. there's a huge amount of stuff you can see on the left. You've yep. got the beautiful Barrington Tops. You've got the Gloucester River Park. You've got the, the, the kayaking and canoeing on the on the Barrington River. Um, you know, you've got Middle Brother Lookout. Um You've got the pub with no beer, you know, like all along there. You've got Warhope and, and they've got Timbertown there at Warhope. Mm. Uh, have you ever been in there, the Vic? Other... Have you been in there? Oh, I have. I yeah, have. I have yeah, too, yeah. It's, 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 it's actually, I actually got a lot out of it. It was funny because there was a bloke in there making horseshoes or something in, in some bar. Yeah. And I thought he was one of my neighbours, actually. I thought, hey, what's he done? This bloke had a big <laughs> blue singlet on with a beard right down to his shorts and. Anyway, yeah. it's another story. Yeah. But and, and like you say, and then east of Warhope, well, then you've yeah. got one of the jewels in the crown, which is Port Macquarie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, all around Port Macquarie there, you know, you, you've got Cap Bonnie Hills, Lake Cathy, you know. Um, Port Macquarie, you know, you can do beach drives still on, on a lot of those beaches, as yes. well as bush camping and a lot of great national parks um, all along there. You mentioned Harrington out of Taree there. And you can you can drive along the coastline from Harrington all the way up to, to Port Macquarie, and then the same deal going up to Crescent Head at, at Kempsey. There, um, you can follow the coastline, or you can go up the highway. You know, mm. and um, and look, I haven't been up there since, but you might have. Have they got the highway bypassing Kempsey now? Yeah, oh yeah, they've for years now. 
Yeah, and the first exit heading north, you mentioned the Slim Dusty Centre. Uh, you just yeah. take the first exit and basically. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. But uh, and, yeah. and then you, um, you know, and, you, and and like you say, even even uh, go, go into town because you you are right. A lot of these towns, are, you know, are still worth a stop off along oh, the, along the highway I, if you can pop in. Well, like I said, I reckon they're better now because mm. they don't have the traffic and the difficulty with parking. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, yeah. and you look. Yep. At, there are towns in New South Wales that have thrived being bypassed. Goulburn's one of them. I mean, Goulburn has yeah. thrived since it was bypassed. I don't know why, but it just has. And it's a, a beautiful town. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. And um, and look, mate. When we get a bit further north, you're, you're getting up around uh, Maxville, um, and then of course Nambucker Heads. And look, I remember as a kid, you know, my my mum and dad they took us away for holidays over the Christmas holiday period. And we got a, a cabin up there in one of the caravan parks on the edge of the, the Nambucca River. And I would have been probably eight or nine years old, is that. And, you know, we'd go out, hire a boat and go out fishing and, you know, just throwing a hand line over the side or throwing a line in off the, the edge of the bank. I was usually catching the bloody tree branches with the line, you know, what I was mm, like. But, mm. you know, uh, but, but that were, again, they're memories that you get as a child that stay with you for your whole lifetime. Mm. And, uh, you know, this is what you know. Families should be doing is is getting getting away to places like this and just having a week or two. You know, uh, in a place like Nambucca Heads or Max School or any of these places that we've talked about. Well, you uh, hire a well, you hire might a be, house, hire a cabin in a caravan park. You know, well, you might remember. Uh, me, I might, might have mentioned to you last week. My young bloke went away for just over a week, and they spent their week travelling the four wheel drive tracks and camping and 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 cruising around and checking out the places, basically from the mid-north coast to Byron Bay and just oh, had a brilliant. great time. And, yeah. they, and when you just mentioned Nambucca because they stopped there at Nambucca one night and they they yeah. camped they, they camped on the western side of the highway, you know, and they, like you say, they turned yeah. left and they, they moved around a lot. They didn't spend too many nights yeah. in one place. Um, and then they, they went, wouldn't you know, get caught that way. Hang on, <laughs> well, they were just driving around and did some pretty yeah. serious fall driving around Coffs Harbour. With some oh, of the yeah, some yeah. of the tracks there, and uh, and yeah. he had front and rear lockers on my young bloke a few times. Yeah. He's telling me, yeah. but geez, they had a great time and just cruising around, taking advantage of of what we you know of that area of New South Wales there on the mid north coast. Well, we we recently did a podcast on that waterfall way. You know, mm. it starts at, at Coffs Harbour and goes out through Bellingen and and up there, and that's like Bellingen and, and that whole Dorigo Plateau that we talked about on on that podcast. Is literally half an hour off that specific highway, mm. uh, or you can go out to the coast and go out to to uh, to, to Coffs Harbour and the fantastic beaches north of Coffs Harbour, and you know, and there's beautiful holiday resorts up there, and you can go up there with the family and stay in one of those resorts right on the beach, uh, and they're not excessively expensive, not like some of the resorts that you, you would pay for in, in other locations. You know, mm. they're mm. they're still family orientated, which is just brilliant. Yeah, good um, little stop I think there's there. even a SeaWorld type arrangement. Yeah, there is in Coffs. Yeah, there is. But going. I mean, just yeah. south of there, you've got, you know, like you say, we can hang a left off the highway and on, you know, and go and look along the Belgian River or you can go to Yurunga, where the two, yep. where, where, where actually two rivers do meet, Vic, <laughs> there That's at, right. at Yurunga. That's what Yurunga means, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there is some <laughs> great spots just around there. And, and look, the fact is now is that people, at the moment, there are massive waiting lists for new caravans. 
There are people yeah. buying used four-wheel drives, and there are people... You can't get into coldies at the moment to get worked on your four-wheel drive because there are so many people who are doing this because overseas holidays are off. And we've predicted this, Vic, and I'm yeah. telling you now, yeah. this, is, this, this has seen um, a complete turnaround in people who are now going to places within their own backyard they would, thought they would never, ever do. They, they just... You know, oh, let's go to Bali well, or let's I mean, go on a isn't cruise. It brilliant? Isn't, oh, it's, oh, it's isn't it great? You know, it. I mean, look, six months ago, all these places were having problems because the bushfires, the whole of the, of the, um, you know, the, the northern tablelands, central tablelands, Blue Mountains, and even the southern, southern areas all got burned out and people weren't able to travel for their, their holidays over Christmas. And we were very, very worried about what it might do for business. And then, of course, then COVID came along. But the fact is that now that we've we've got a little bit of you know ability to travel mm. and like we you know, we just recently had a long weekend and I mean you couldn't get in anywhere on that yeah, long packed, weekend. Yeah, there was people it's everywhere. Unbelievable, packed, and it's know? good to see, and it's yeah. good to see people. It is good to see people out travelling Australia. And I saw it recently when I was up in the territory and in Queensland, people that would normally go overseas or just exploring their own state, even because yeah. because of border yeah. restrictions. And it's and it's good to see and and, and like you see rental motorhomes and people with brand new caravans and people have never done it before out there yeah. driving around and and it's it's look the industry as a whole really needed it especially and those regional towns I mean I've I've seen people who I know well and I've seen them on social media travelling and taking photos. On like the Darling River Run, where they would never even considered going out there, would never, yeah. would never yeah. have even entered their mind that they would go out there for a road trip holiday. Yeah, but now yeah. they've got, they've got no, they have no choice. If you're in New yeah. South Wales, you can't go to Queensland. You certainly cannot go to Victoria, and and it's only just recently that you're allowed into South Australia. So you've got all these, the great thing. all these people travelling yeah. and spending their money and looking after the local economies in these places that have done it hard with drought and then yeah. COVID and everything else and bushfires. Look, it had to turn, and I mean, let's hopefully hope that somebody is getting something out of the recovery here because, and it's great yeah. to see, and it's jobs. I mean, how many people does the, I think the caravan industry as a whole employ about 53,000 people, you know. It's amazing. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's well, amazing. Well, you know, like, I know just with my business, you know, we, we've got, you know, 16 guys who, who work for us as, as guides and trainers. And and whilst we've been pretty pretty severely hit with what's been going on, we're coming out of it now. And mm. and those guys rely on, on our, the work that I provide them. And, and, of course, every time we go away, we've got to stop in these country towns and put fuel in the vehicles. And we've got to, you know, we've got to restock the, the fridge or we'll go out to the club for, for dinner or to the pub for dinner. And um, and it's bringing you know income to the to the towns all the time. So yeah. you know it's just just brilliant. And uh, again, you know, we, we come back to the conversation about the Pacific Highway and and just how good it is. And the reality is that you know we've all we all overlook what's right on our doorstep, uh, and what is right on our doorstep is absolutely brilliant. Mm. Everywhere, that's right. And like we say, you don't necessarily need to have the van and the motorhome or the the four-wheel drive to get yourself onto a road trip, and that's what we try to encourage here. You can do it on a motorbike. I've, even, oh, seen, I've yeah. even seen people do it on push bikes, which is 
sort of, I don't, that's got me stuffed while you were doing it. No, it's not me, mate. Entertain that, that thought. But anyway, <laughs> so north of Coffshire, now obviously there's plenty of places up there. You can get up around Ballina and and, and yep. certainly some great spots there, even around Grafton. But even but further, once you get further north of Ballina, then you're coming into the some, some pretty oh, high-end yep. holiday destinations. Well, you're, for you're the, up around Byron Bay. Uh, uh, for the rich and famous. You know? I tell you what, though. Look, I, I made a couple of notes on that, and, and it's like, you know, like Byron Bay. It's got the the most easterly point of New South Wales, which is a lighthouse. Mm. Sorry, of Australia, which is a lighthouse out there, and it's a must see. And and the shops and all that, the shopping, and it's high end type stuff now with the the way Byron Bay has has grown. But my advice will be there: hang a left there and go inland a little bit. Mm. Go and visit the you know the original hippie town of Nimbin. Um, go up to Mount Warning, and, and I've done this, you know, we've gone up to Mount Warning and you can climb right up the top of Mount Warning. Mm. That's the first part of mainland Australia to catch the sunrise each morning, mm. get the, you know, and, and climb up there to that lookout. Mm. And that whole that whole area out the back of, of Byron Bay and, and Tweed Heads, mate, that is just stunning country on those border ranges and the border ranges National Park. Well, you'll and notice, that, Vic, I'm not sure how long ago you drove up there, but I, if... if for years now, when you went past there, what you're talking about, that, that lookout and that, that high point, as you drive along the highway, there's there's actually been a huge wall erected there to stop people driving and looking at the view. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that, mate. No, that's, no, no, that, no and that, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. true because because it was causing accidents. They put speed cameras there, yeah. they all sorts of things because you're yeah. driving along and you're looking and you at the go. you're looking at the wrong window. You're just and looking at how good that. You're looking at this other, you know, and and they actually purposely, from what I was told, they actually put this massive. And I've seen the wall, and it is yeah. to purposely yeah. stop you from driving along, looking out the window at the view. No, that's not the wall Trump was going to build, is it? No, it's, a, it's about the same. Well, it's about as high. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, well, yeah, and it's not hard to do. I mean, you drive along, you look out the window, you go, oh, geez, that looks all right. But you've got to yeah, remember, you are yeah. driving. So you've got to keep your eyes on the ago, road. There used, to be a, there used to be a castle up there. Bloke built a house and it looked like a castle mm. up in that, that area. And that was always a bit of a you know distraction, as you, as you say. But. That's but not look, macadamia, you know, yeah, macadamia land, is it? There's a castle there for macadamia land. Yeah, I think it was actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah you mentioned that. that. That rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But look, that, that's just a beautiful part again of the north coast of, of, New, of New South Wales. Mm. You know, the Byron area and then that, that um, inland section of the Border Ranges National Park. I mean, there, there are some of the most spectacular walks you can do in national parks. There's the old Antarctic beech trees, which are said to be 10,000 years old. Mm. Uh, and then fantastic lookouts, uh, which they've put in there. And, and, oh, you know, you look straight out across the ranges, out to the, out to the water. You can actually see the, the water in the distance. You're looking out over the towns of Lennox Head and Byron Bay and et cetera. And, um, and they're, they're, those national parks have all got campgrounds, so you can camp there if you want to. And, and the game, the roads that we're talking about, they're, they're suitable for everything. You know, they're sealed roads. You can drive a four-wheel drive. You can drive a two-wheel drive. You can ride a mm. motorbike. You know, you can push a wheelbarrow if you want to. Not mm. that I would. But, no. You know, I get, no. I'll probably get someone to do that for me. Yeah, I know. With you sitting, <laughs> in, with you sitting in it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, yeah. mate. Well, I don't know if you want to hang around and we talk about Lani's, but um, it is a great, it is a great uh, look, a fantastic trip. That trip. 
from Sydney to Brisbane up the front road, as they call it, which is yeah, which is yeah. the Pacific Highway. Is look, there is just so many places, and that's why you see, uh, which is what they had to they had to do that road up for a, you know for a couple of reasons. One, some of it was was fairly ordinary, especially some of the narrow parts. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you know, you're looking at, you know, you're talking about white painted lines on the road, which was the difference between you and a truck coming the other direction doing 100. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it needed to be spread yeah. out a little bit and made a bit wider and all that. And the fact that there is just, in those busy peak periods, uh, I mean, who remembers, you know, who doesn't, who, who, who can't forget those days when you listen on the yeah. traffic report of the, of the, you know, the traffic trying to get through Maxville. All through, yeah, bu- all through yeah. Buller Dealer and those yeah. sorts of places. And, and, and I mean, that, I've, that I've sat in area. it myself. Exactly. Yeah, look, that whole area north of, of Yamba and that and Grafton, like, oh, it's just exploded. Lismore, uh, mm. Ballina, Atlantic Head. I mean, it's, it's almost like a, almost a continuous suburb in some areas now. Mm. Um, so the population has really got on to moving into that area and, and living there and, and the traffic as can be pretty horrendous, but you know, as you say, I think they've opened up the the, the road around Woodburn now. They've got the big bridge yep. up there as well, and, and it just makes such a difference to travel. Oh, and, and and take a fair bit of time off too. I mean, you mentioned, I mean, how long it takes to get to say even the mid north coast now. I mean, mm. look, I'm led to believe now you can get from Sydney to Tweed Heads now in uh, that used to be a 12, 14 hour drive. Not yeah, anymore. Now it's yeah. about nine. It's about eight or nine yeah. hours. You know, yeah. and you know, yeah. it's just it, it, it probably quicker. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I, I know myself that you can easily do it in. Well, I think it's ten hours quite easily if you get in have a crack. And, and, that, you, and you know, mate, if, if you dropped in at every one of these places I've got here on this sheet of paper in front of me, it would take you ten years. You, take you, you ten you weeks. Could, yeah, I was going to say it take you ten weeks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, as you yeah. know, Vic. Our podcast right. is also sponsored by. Are you going to stick around for Lani's, or are you going to go? I might have to go, mate, because yeah. I've got the local fire cat turned up, and I think he wants to talk to me about a has a reduction we, we're going to do here. All right, well, <laughs> you, you go and do that, and while you do that, I'll tell people all about Great Divide Tours. All right. Oh well, you're a good man. Oh, that's the sort of bloke I am. All right, mate. I'll talk to you if soon. You get lonely. You can call me back though if you get lonely. No, no, that's okay, Vic. No problem at all. I'll be right. All right. Thanks, mate. There he is, Vic Widman from Great Divide Tours. And as we say, he is the best in the business. Make sure you check out Vic's. Uh, he's got the uh, YouTube channel now, Vic Widman. So go on that and give that a like as well. And you can also um, jump on the website, 4wd.net.au, 4wd.net.au, or simply Google Great Divide Tours. He runs tours all over the place. He's got some fantastic people working with him as well. And um, look, these include trips up to, he mentioned up that mid-north coast here to Stockton, which is basically just north of Sydney. But he runs south coast tours as well, the Victor High Country, the Simpson Desert, the Snowies, the Flinders, the Kimberleys, Corner Country, right up the Cape, the Canning Stock Route, Barrington Tops, well, that's up there. We mentioned that. Arnhem Land, all over the place, Vic runs these tours. And uh, look, I'm tipping his phone's been ringing a lot because there has been a massive influx of people buying four-wheel drives and getting out and touring. And look, if you've just done that, you need to get on to Vic as well. If you want to you know, get get hold of the, your capabilities, get an understanding of what your four-wheel drive can do and what you can do with it, you need to go to the Driver Training Centre down there where he was today in Braidwood 
and that's pretty easy to do. You just get onto the website again, 4wd.net.au. He'll teach you to drive in mud, sand, rocks, even water crossings, teach you to go up and down big hills. He has four-wheel drive courses down there, camper trailer courses, advanced four-wheel drive terrain courses as well as uh, photography courses and survival workshops. Great Divide Tours is the... uh, is the business, and you can just Google that, or you can simply just go to that website, which is 4wd.net.au. Now, I wanted to talk to you about this park today for Top Parks. Now, we were going to get um, Michelle on, but I thought, you know what, I've been to this place, I think, three or four times. Let me tell you, Lani's Holiday Island is at Foster on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. It is a fan... It would have to be one of the best parks, I think, I have ever been to. It Not only is it your, you know, your traditional caravan park or holiday park with cabins and caravan sites, it has ensuite sites and everything, but there are campsites, there's a couple of swimming pools there. It's a real holiday atmosphere. The minute you drive into Larnies, you can just feel like you're on holidays. It's just got that relaxed feel about it. But it's a lot more than just that because what happens is as you drive through the park, you'll see a sign that says boat ramp two kilometres. So you'd follow that track down and when you do that, you get down to the island. Now, it's not an island where it's surrounded in water, but it is, no matter where you camp, you've got 180 degree views of Wallace Lake right there on the, um, right there on the lake. Beautiful, spread out. You just pick a site. They're not marked, you just pick your site that you want, so obviously the best first in, best dressed, get the best site. And then there's also a boat ramp there. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I've, I've camped down there a couple of times, and it's, it's just, you, once you get there, you think, well, this is just like being like on an island anyway. You just, it could be on Morton Island or, you know, a little camp spot on Fraser. It's just this beautiful shaded areas, big trees and just... Really well well maintained and laid out. And once you're there for a couple of days, you think, oh, mate, this is brilliant. You, you know, you put the boat in and go for a bit of a fish or, you know, cruise around to foster in the boat or take your jet ski. I've, I've taken the jet ski and the boat down there. But then when you need to go to the shops, you drive back two kilometres and you're back in civilization. You're back in the park and, you, and all of a sudden you're out on the road and you're about, to be honest with you, you're about five minutes from the local supermarket and the bottle shop. It, it, it's just amazing how it's set out. And like I say, it's a lot, it's a lot more than just a, a caravan park. It's, now, look, it's located on the beautiful Wallace Lake, right in the heart of the, uh, the twin seaside towns of Foster Tuncurry on the mid-north coast, as we say. Now, it's only just um, about a two-hour drive north of Newcastle, probably about three and a half from Sydney. The Caravan Park is a member of Top Parks, which is again, uh, this is just one of the this is one of their flagship parks. I reckon it's just unbelievable. And like I say, many many accommodation options. They have family spa retreats. They've got cabanas. Now look, they've got a pet friendly cabana. This is the thing with Larnies too. The whole place is pet friendly. So if you need to take the dogs away, you can take them to Larnies. Uh, they have uh, villas. They have spa villas as well. So if you, like, if you like the spa in the villa, well, they look after you there. And again, they've got the, the pet-friendly villas. There's a loft, there's bungalow, there's a cottage, there's a lodge. There's also a pet-friendly lodge and there are huts as well. The campground is an absolute cracker. Now, your camping options are 
are endless here. You take your caravan, you've got ensuite sites, so if you like your own private amenities block with your own toilet shower, and they come in pretty handy as well for uh, securing stuff, especially if you're camping in a camper trailer and you want to leave your fishing rods, you, know, you want to go out somewhere for the day and put your fishing rods and other variables, well, you can lock them in the ensuite. And uh, so the ensuite sites are there. Normal powered sites, as you'd expect, camping sites as well. And then the bushland camping. Now, the bushland camping, of course, is the island, which is just sensational. Do yourself a favour and jump on to the website and check it out. Just type, just type in on Google, Lani's, it's L-A-N-I-S, Lani's Holiday Island Foster, and like I say, down on the bushland camping, you've got shady camping all in natural bushland with, as I mentioned, 180-degree uninterrupted views of Wallace Lake. There's drinking water available from a couple of locations on the island. There are amenities, with, including flushing toilets and wash basins. So if you want it, but, if, but for hot showers, it's just a 2K run back up to the main park where there is fantastic, well-maintained um, amenities blocks there. So you're not going without the, you know, your hot showers and things. It's all there. There's a camp shelter there with a kitchen sink as well. Um, it's just like a little hut down there. There's a private boat ramp. Open campfires are allowed on Lani's on the island. So you can have your campfires. It is unbelievable. Now, you'll see that if you go there, you'll see some of the trees marked because they don't like camping you know, any for any you know within thirty meters of the water, so you just come back a bit. But it is just a fantastic place. It's not your average caravan park. You've got that. You've pull in. There's a couple of swimming pools and all laid out for you with cabins, and I've I've mentioned those as well as um, campsites and ensuite sites and all of that. But then you've also got this island that's attached to it. It's just an amazing property. If you've never been there, do yourself a favour. Go and check it out. And like I say, if you, um, if you, want, to, uh, if you want to know more, you can go to the Top Parks website and you'll find it there. You can actually book through there as well. Plenty to do, as we mentioned earlier too, around the Barrington Coast area. Um, look, if you love your fishing, well, you won't be disappointed. I don't think I've known anybody that's, got, that's gone up there and hasn't caught something. And you certainly will jag yourself a, uh, a feed there. Four-wheel driving on the beach as well, as well as uh, those swimming beaches that are there in that region. It is a fantastic region, Foster Tongue Curry. I've got, I've got actually a family who live up there. But do yourself a favour, jump onto this one. This is Lani's Holiday Island Foster. And like I say, it's, it's a great... I know I keep saying it. I've, I've, I've got to try and encourage you to go and at least check it out online. It has everything you need, no matter whether you're camping in a swag, you want that bush camp feel, well, you got that. You go down to the island. It's like you're in a completely different place. It's quite amazing. And then, of course, you've got all the facilities and all the accommodation options up in the main park. So go to the website there and, of course, uh, check it out. Just go to Lani's Holiday Island or go to topparks.com.au and check it out there and you can, you can even uh, book uh, through... Um, Top Park's website for Lani's Island. And they can help you out too with some fishing charter information, boat hire information as well. There's plenty to do there. And like I say, out of all the parks I've been to, and I've been to quite a few, this one is, is, a, is, a, is an absolute cracker. And there's something for everybody there. So uh, do yourself a favour. If you want that little trip there on the mid-north coast of New South Wales, go and, you can do a lot worse than go and check it out. Checking out, rather, 
Lani's Holiday Island. And, of course, it is part of Top Parks, which, which are all over Australia, and, of course, making holidays affordable again. And with Australia's largest choice of holiday parks, just like Lani's, in every corner of this great country, Top Parks offer the perfect place for you to pull up, relax and start exploring. Book a self-contained cabin where you can park right outside the front door or pull up to your very own site with your caravan, motorhome or camper trailer in tow. There's a Top Parks holiday for absolutely any budget. And thanks to Top Parks Good Rewards membership, whether you're staying in a cabin or towing your caravan across the country, you can save more money on every stay. I mean, how good is it? They certainly do look after you there at Top Parks with wide open spaces, plenty of fresh air. We'll talk about wide open spaces. This is one we've talked about today, Lani's, and more parks in more places. You'll want to do just that, and that is pop in, pull up, and say good day. To find out more or to book any of the Top Parks around the country, just visit the website, topparks.com.au. Now, before we get out of here, I better let you know about one of the sponsors of our podcast, BF Goodrich, who celebrate their milestone 150th year this year. From humble beginnings in 1870, BF Goodrich continues to be passionately performance-driven. The BF Goodrich brand was built for driving enthusiasts by driving enthusiasts. Look, you're going on a road trip. The first thing I tell anyone, and I have a lot of people ask me, look, I've, I had a mate of mine who just bought a Hilux. He said, mate, what's the first thing you reckon I should do to this? I said, mate, change the tyres. If you're going to go off the road at all, Change the tyres. So uh, here's your tip. Get on to BF Goodrich and put some BF Goodrich tyres on. BF Goodrich strive to continually improve on tyre performance and because of their adventurous spirit, they've always encouraged people to seek the ultimate freedom on or off the roads. Been around a long time, 150 years. BF Goodrich has achieved victory in the biggest races across the globe, from success at Le Mans to the BAHA 1000, the Dakar Rally, and, of course, our very own famous Fink Desert Race right here in Australia. Well, it's time for BFG's history and your future to unite. Choose how you want to drive with BF Goodrich tyres. Go to the website, bfgoodrich.com.au. Once you do that, you will find your local BFG dealer. And as I say, if you're going to go any sort of off-road, the first thing I suggest is um, do the tyres. Then you can do things like frontal protection, driving lights and all those other stuff and lift kits and all that. But the tyres are pretty. They are a very, very important part of it. And BF Goodrich have been producing fantastic off-road tyres, whether they are all-terrain or mud-terrain. They've been producing the best quality tyres um, and providing them for Australian four-wheel drivers for many, many years. Well, that is our podcast this week, our Road Trips Australia podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We certainly do thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, you can be a part of it. You can just send us an email through the week, suggest your own um road trip, one that you've been on, we'll have a look at it for you and tell everybody else about it. Just go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on email the duck. You can also uh, simply go on there and click through on our podcast tab and uh, listen to some previous podcasts and everything else we do, which includes the camping and off-road radio show and, of course, our, our country music show I do with Adam Harvey. They are all there on the website, bluecollarmedia.com.au, or you can just check out the Facebook page and send us a message that way if you want to get in touch. Just look for The Duck on Facebook. A big thanks to Vic Widman. It was a good one this week. The, uh, the, the coastal run from Sydney to the Gold Coast or even on the return trip, certainly uh, plenty to see and do along that 
New South Wales, mid-north coast region. And uh, we certainly thank you for tuning in for that. Uh, until We'll be back to do another one next week. We'll let you know when that'll be. But until then, enjoy your week and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye for now. See you then.